welcome in another edition of the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. We are running it every day now through uh, the Super Bowl at this point in time, February 2nd or 3rd or 4th. 2022, uh, the PFF Daily Bay podcast is going to be coming to you every single day. We have started off looking at some division futures. Yesterday, we touched on the NFC East, but today we're going to take it down south, NFC South. We've had a lot of different conversations on some of the teams uh, throughout this division, but there are definitely a few viable betting spots still available in the futures market and how you should approach some of these teams in week one. So, Eric, what are we thinking initially about what we're seeing out in the NFC South based on our NFL power ratings at this point in time? Yeah, so, I mean, the NFC South is interesting. I was on the the air today uh, with with Bobby Hebert. Um, You know, he, they, you know, the Saints, their win total of nine. We have the Saints actually... 1.8 points better than the average team on a neutral field. Um, that is trailing Tampa Bay, who's about six points better than an uh, uh, average team on a neutral field. Um, but then you sort of have the rear there with Carolina, one and a half points worse than the average team on a neutral field. And then the team that we've backed this offseason, the Atlanta Falcons, about half a point worse than mm-hmm. the average team on a neutral field. So yeah, there are some opportunities here because I think the market is a little bit different on some of these teams than we are yeah definitely it does seem to be that way we are um you know kind of on board with a little bit of a quality performance from tom brady in the passing yards perspective so we can talk a little bit about those futures um opportunities later on a little bit but i want to get your thoughts we've talked you know pretty much at nauseum at this point in time with the new orleans saints we were on their total was one of our best bets of the week basically when it was at nine and a half uh all the way down to nine at this point michael thomas still kind of um you know lingering questions about how involved he's going to be in the season if he's going to get traded if he's not going to get traded one bet that i really like at this point in time is the saints to be um the lowest scoring team in the nfl right now it's not posted on DraftKings sportsbook at was taken down but plus four thousand i feel like that uh is probably my favorite bet in this division at this point time is that something that you are you know considering eric at all yeah i think so i mean i think even like in the saints like best design right they're going to be a team that is going to be low scoring you look at their defense they still have some good components in cameron jordan uh still some good components in marcus davenport to mario davis uh, Marshawn Lattimore as well, but the, you know there's a little bit of a, a, chan- a suspension there. Um, so when I look at that team, like their way to win is to sort of play, you know, 2011 Denver Broncos Tim Tebow ball uh, with Taysom Hill. Taysom I don't Hill, know, right. you know, I love Jameis Winston as a player, but I don't necessarily think that he could be somebody that um, can do all that well when they don't have weapons. I mean, their only weapon right now of any note. Uh, is Alvin Kamara. Michael Thomas not only wants out of there, but is going to be injured for the first half of the season anyway. So I really like that bet. Uh, we have them at 8.3 wins, um, well underneath. So when you look at, uh, for us, the probability that they go under 9 um, in our simulation is 53%. They have a push probability of 14% uh, with, with that uh, win total. Um, so, yeah, I, I think, like, I think that that's like a pretty good, um, you know, uh, bet there as far as fading them, which sort of brings us back over, right, to the Atlanta Falcons. The Falcons right. opened at seven wins, minus 140. They're now seven and a half, and you're looking at minus 145 or so in Pinnacle. They, they did drop about 20 cents after the Julio Jones trade, but then, you know, have gone back up uh, in a while. Rumors out of Atlanta is that Arthur Smith is already 
uh, instilling a, a, a smart brand of football there in Atlanta. Yeah, and that's something we like to buy into, right? Obviously, you want to fade coaches that, um, you know, aren't going to live up or put their team in the best situation to win. We've seen Arthur Smith already design offenses to kind of bring out the best uh, Ryan Tannehill version we've seen in the NFL. Uh, who's to say we don't see a little bit of a resurrection from Matt Ryan as well? I think people have definitely started fading them since the Julio Jones trade, kind of living in this you know, interesting dynamic between two worlds, right? Where they're either rebuilding, kind of cutting Jetson and Julio Jones, but they're also kind of playing the long-term game as well. They got Kyle Pitts, hopefully to fill in a little bit. Russell Gage on the outside. We'll see what Olamides Zacchaeus is able to do as that third wide receiver. Um, and then the running back situation is kind of interesting, right? Mike, Mike Davis uh, performed really well last year um, as the fill-in for Christian McCaffrey, so got you know pretty decent contract from the Falcons. They don't really have a ton of depth behind him either as well, so it looks like he could be almost a three-down back. Um, so from that offense, I think if we can, if Arthur Smith can live up to the hype that he generated in Tennessee, I think that they are the team that I would expect to finish uh, behind the Buccaneers still as the second team in the NFC South. Is kind of my synopsis at this point in time. I know we've been higher on the Falcons, basically. The all off season, all the past like three seasons at this <laughs> right. point, it is the PFF Falcons still uh, when all is said and done. But I think you know we thought we were in a pretty good spot. Got some initial line movement on them in the off season. Uh, that's kind of faded away again already. But I still kind of like them a little bit to be a little bit of a sneaky team. I'm not buying into the Panthers at this point in time, but uh, it's probably pretty difficult to lay minus 200 second highest juice on a division winner in the yeah. Buccaneers at this point in time. So I think it's probably uh, you're looking for ulterior bets in the NFC South at this point, right, Eric? Yeah, I mean, you even look at like yesterday we talked about Jets, Bills going 2-1. You might want to look at a Buccaneers-Atlanta Falcons. Falcons 900, plus 900 to win the division. We would put it more... Uh, you know, in that sort of like, was it 18? So we have 18%. So you're looking more like, you know, four and a, four and a half to one. So certainly some value there uh, on the Falcons. Even the Panthers market has the Panthers um, at uh, a 10 to one. We have right. them. Um, let's look here. More like, uh, yeah, about ten to one. So that's yeah. so that's right where we're at. So I mean, if you're going to bet a division future here, probably Atlanta. We had the Bucks at minus one fifty, so not quite enough to win. But if you look at division specials, for example, sort of like um, you know division exact exact order, you could look at one that involves like a Tampa Bay first place, a Atlanta Falcons second place, to get yourself a plus price there. Yep, yep. On the division straight forecast, DraftKings Sportsbook has it for us. First place, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Second place, Atlanta Falcons. Plus 500 at this point in time. Uh, so, you know, the third lowest price in that division straight forecast, tied with the Buccaneers and Panthers, a plus 500 as well. But I think you get a little bit of value there on the Falcons. So I don't mind that approach at all. At all. But I kind of want to go back to something that I talked to, uh, talked about right away in the uh, initial lead up in this episode. But that is, you know, Tom Brady and his passing yardage prop, right? There are a few different ways that you could play this. Uh, right now on DraftKings.com, he is at 4,500 passing yards. Our fantasy projections give him almost a 750-yard uh, wiggle room at this point in time. Obviously, we expect him to play a full season. Uh, but if he gets close to that number, he is going to be up there um, challenging for the potential, you know, passing or the most passing yards um, in the season 
Right now, he's fourth on that list, or third on that list, sorry, behind Patrick Mahomes and Dak Prescott. Um, there's also some opportunity to bet on him to break the single-season passing yardage prop as well. So there are a number of different options. Is there any, from your perspective, for how you would play Tom Brady as passing yards? Would you go straight um, over 4,500 passing yards, or are you looking more to play him on like the most passing yards during the regular season, Eric? Well, the thing about the most passing yards in the regular season is that they do, I mean, they have the 32nd most difficult uh, tiers of quarterbacks for Mike Sando. They have right. one of our easiest schedules. Like, I think there there is some risk associated with they could be extremely good and still not necessarily um, be, you know, worthy of sort of that bet because, you know, th- that, you know, they they could be running and hiding from a lot of teams near the right. end of the season, which could keep him um, from sort of getting those kinds those kinds of statistics. So I would I would probably just bet him over uh, if the league is like a really high sort of, um, you know, if the league is sort of a really high league in terms of um, passing yards, he doesn't have to finish first place. If it's not, you know, then he could still sort of squeak over. Like, I, I just think it's a better bet to bet him over his, his uh, total. Yeah, it's definitely the safest approach for as well. So I think, you know, given our fantasy projections, that is a spot um, that's definitely a viable bet in the season-long player prop market. As Eric touched on, really easy schedule. They could be, you know, highlighting Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones a little bit more than what we would want if we were going to bet them on, you know, the regular season most passing yards props. So uh, take that with a grain of salt, but we will see. I do think they're going to probably run away with this division, uh, potentially probably win the NFC Conference as well, uh, matching up, trying to figure out who they are going to face in that NFC Conference title game uh, is another interesting proposition at this point in time, but we can discuss that later. So, Eric, give me a few couple reasons things you're working on uh this offseason for why people should be locking in that pff elite subscription at this point in time if they want to make some money betting on nfl and college football this season uh yeah i mean right now we're working you know we're working diligently to get green lineup that should be up in a week or so um we have the props tool as well um we have the dfs blow up stuff that we're, you and i are working on we also have i think a little bit of uh running back bell cow content for both nfl and NCAA, like I'm excited yes. for this season. I think that there will be a lot of opportunities um, that present themselves from a betting perspective. And obviously a PFF, we're sort of here for you uh, in, in all of those realms. Yep, yep. So there's a lot of different options. We're gonna have the power ratings tool as well, one of my personal favorites. Uh, and we're gonna be talking about it basically every single day on the PFF Daily Bay podcast as well, locking in some of the best bets. We'll be talking odds boosters, uh, various look-ahead lines as well. I think we should basically have a whole show dedicated to hitting on next week's lines, how they stack up at this point in time. I do think there are a lot of number, a number of viable opportunities when you're looking at some of those bets as well. So we will be leading the way uh, every single day, PFF Daily Betting Podcast. So make sure you subscribe, lock Tune in uh, and rate and listen to all the things that you hear. So from Ben Brown, this was Eric Eager. I appreciate you guys listening to the PFF Daily Betting Podcast. Look, it's football season. There's simply no better time than the present. And to celebrate, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new players in the center of the action. All you have to do is bet a dollar or more on any college football game, and DraftKings is going to get you back with $200 in free bets instantly. Simply place A dollar wager on any college football game. Get $200. All you have to do is head to the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to check out all of the great promotions that they have available along with the daily odds boosts that they are offering. 
It's safe, secure, and reliable, located right here in the United States, so it's easy to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Simply bet that dollar on any college football game and get $200 free dollars. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code PFF to receive $200 in free bets when you place a dollar bet on any college football game. That's promo code PFF to get you free $200 in free bets instantly for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. 